yeah so welcome back so even back then um with the vast vast majority of people um believing or listening to what was being said by government bodies um governmental bodies um and and various um health organizations there was still um there's still a lot of information out there in alternative media uh, disputing this uh this um these measures and um the the uh, disputing the 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 way that the um the deaths and the amount of um uh, infections being spread um were being tallied or were being counted uh and I, I just, uh, as I say, when the first lockdown, where they were talking about locking down the entire country to do with this, I, I found it absolutely ridiculous. I really did. Um, I found it just nonsense um, because it just did not seem to justify um, how serious or how uh, bad that this um this COVID-19 actually was and as I said in the, the beginning of this this was based on my own research based on um listening to, to multiple authorities um who were outside of the mainstream um and giving a different opinion and again as I said this is not just uh based upon um people's opinion this was backed up by by evidence this was backed up by um by fact um you know they give very very strong arguments as as to against this and it was not just uh me um simply siding if you like um or, or began being a, a conspiracy theorist it was not just me simply siding with alternative media or alternative voices or just you know underplaying the seriousness of this i listened as i said to mainstream media you could not escape this you could not escape this it was everywhere it dominated every news report every news channel uh, it spread everywhere you could not escape this you could not escape um uh, any semblance of it. it 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 was on billboards it was on bus stops it was on radio adverts it was as i said every tv channel had it um you could not escape any any uh any news of it um and so i i did i listened to exactly what the government um were saying i listened to what various scientists and health authorities and health bodies were saying about this but as i said i listened to that and then i went off and i listened to multiple different sources that had a different opinion or contracted or contradicted this and at best you could say well um there's there's uh there's obviously something here that uh or not everyone is is in agreement with us here at worst 
you could turn around and say that this there's something completely uh, underhanded about all of this. But as I said, the the entire country went into lockdown. I I didn't. I was one of those people who were or was designated as a key worker. Um, and we had then uh, here in 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 the British Isles and in, in the state of Ireland, um, or in the country of Ireland. I think we had um, three lockdowns. I can't quite remember. It all just blurred into one. Um, uh, I worked extremely crazy hours, 12 hours, um, six days a week. Um, and as I said, I met a variety of people um, and, and watched as this um, thing mutated um, beyond all kind of recognition. Uh, we started having uh, variants and stuff like that um, and it was around this time that I noticed uh, something sinister happening um, something sinister happening in the in the media um, this was around the time of uh, Donald Trump's presidency in the United States and I guess unless you're living under a rock for the past four or five years um you could not have heard, not have not have heard of Donald Trump. Uh, and, and I'm not getting sidetracked by this, but I just want to make a, a small point of this. I remember um, watching the presidential elections. Um, and I am uh, someone who has um, been there for, for um, eight years of Obama, eight years of, um, of Bush. Um, I remember back when it was Bush Gore, the hanging chads. Uh, I remember Kerry Bush. I remember um, believing that uh, Obama would represent the change, that things would finally turn the corner in the world. I remember feeling massively let down by the empty promises of, of Obama, of, of seeing the Guantanamo Bay stay, stay completely open. The, the revelations of Edward Snowden about the mass surveillance um, of the CIA and the NSA and uh, how the Obama administration refused to close it down. So I, as I said, became quite a jaded figure. And when it came to, to Donald Trump against Hillary Clinton, I knew, as I said, from my 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 long years of of looking into this of of truth seeking in the world that uh, Hillary Clinton was not no was no knight in shining armor um that she was someone who represented corporate interests and there was certainly not going to be any change under her Donald Trump on the other hand regardless of your opinion of him was someone chaotic someone um who was a demolition ball and I thought it would be hilarious if he got in because things were just going to be um and listening to his statements you know on on, on countries on, on China and Iran and stuff like us here I just thought it would be hilarious if uh, if he got in because things would not be um boring anyway things would not be um a, a continuation of the norm so it wasn't that I was particularly for Donald Trump. It was that I knew that things would not change under Hillary Clinton. And I thought at least um, we would see something completely different with Donald Trump. 
But during the long four years of uh, Donald Trump's presidency, I'd never seen someone as vilified, as talked about, as ridiculed um, in all, I think, in all of my life. It was the attacks upon him, on his administration, on anything that he tried to do, the, the, the smears, the allegations against him was something, if you'll excuse a pun, completely unprecedented. And it was around this time that uh, we had the fake news, the term fake news came about. It was Donald Trump uh, came up with that term, I think himself, um, of fake news, um, which was to say propaganda in the media, which was to say that um, media had gotten to the point now that it uh, that it spun or it's it um, employed spin doctors in order to put a certain spin on on events to make it um, sound perhaps potentially worse than it is or to put their own slant on the truth shall we say i remember somewhere maybe perhaps in in early 2020 um that we then had talk um and i think again this may have originated with um with uh with, with, or in china um this was the alternative treatments or what certain doctors were reporting as alternative treatments to covid and were reporting high success in the treatment of covid and these were from uh, a combination of drugs which were hydrochloroquine which is a, a current um, anti-malarial drug which has been used successfully for many 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 years now in treating um, malaria along with um, conditions such as lupus that c- combined with uh, the right amount of zinc um, as I said numerous doctors were reporting this and I think again this concept or this cure if you like may have originated from from china um you need to look into that yourself um but again once again this was not talked about all that was talked about was wash your hands stay in and wash your hands stay safe protect others and all the rest of it and i thought uh, that this was this was nonsense as i said look I was out and working with the public, out in the open air, day after day, month after month, um, long hours in contact with hundreds of people, um, some who uh, did not buy into this fear and um, worry um, that had been taken over civilization, and others who were completely and utterly at the mercy of this, who um would not even come to the door and um, when i approached um it was it was as if you were a zombie from the walking dead you know that you carried the bubonic plate that even the look of you would would transmit this this disease and it was it was utterly crazy um, and it went from um a few people wearing masks in um, which they were the minority in which people thought that they were crazy to this idea and this um, catching on within larger portions of society um, and soon everyone started wearing a mask um, everyone started wearing the, these disposable masks then the N95 mask and then personalised masks and um, 
and soon then became that no one uh, um, was allowed to um, enter supermarkets or places like this here unless they, they masked up because of the, the fear that uh, enclosed spaces um, of people um, peep, peep, a crowd of people in such a small and confined enclosed space would <coughs> would 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 uh, be a cauldron of um, of the spreadability um, and would, would um, increase the amount of COVID cases. Again, I, as I said, I, I thought this was, was, was rubbish, this was nonsense. And again, in my field of work, there were very, very few people who um, caught COVID um, or displayed any symptoms of this. And these were people who were out working long hours in, in close, working in close proximity with each other, um, in contact with hundreds of people handling hundreds of other items um, and so the people in this industry should have been one of the the, the, the people or the or one of the industries to, to have a high infection rate and it just didn't happen um, and I remember listening to um, uh, various immunologists and um, oh, what was the term I can never remember the name of this term um no it's gone um i can't remember what the term is but uh various health professionals saying that uh, why lockdowns didn't work why lockdowns were wrong and why after coming out of lockdown we see massive increases in the amount of cases and uh, one of these people made a very good point is that when you're forced to lock down when you're forced to uh, stay in a small enclosed and confined space um, and not be in the open air and when you're combined with that there when you're told to um, when, when you're told to sanitize everything because that was the other big thing um, in addition to wearing masks in addition to uh, staying at home um, we were told to sanitize everything wash your hands every time for a good five six seven seconds sanitize everything wipe your door handles down wipe all your appliances down um even spray um antibacterial um spray or gel onto to shopping trolleys or even your groceries or stuff like that and this uh this health professional wasn't an immunologist he made a very good point is that what actually happens then is that you're not in contact with any good bacteria. You're, you're essentially scrubbing off any bacteria which can help you, um, can help boost your immune system. And um, because what happens then is when we come into contact with bacteria, um, our bodies develop uh, natural antibodies to overcome and help fight these, uh, these germs these uh these bacteria and so we have a more healthy more robust um immune system then but what happens then is when you're told to sanitize everything when you're told to scrub everything down when you're not out in the open air in the elements 
Your own natural immune system then starts to drop. It starts to become less effective. And over time, it drops significantly. So over a six-month period, your immune system's pensy drop by about half. Then what happens then when uh, people are allowed out, the lockdowns and restrictions were lifted, people started intermingling again. And then what happens then? You have boom. Uh, spread of germs, spread of bacteria, uh, viruses, common colds, flus. And because people's immune system is so low, they get sick very easily. And so um, people then got sick. They caught viruses. They, um, they, they, they caught all sorts of um, diseases. Um, and it looked then, um, again due to the testing, that um, what was labelled as COVID had spiked had spiked and this was blamed again on people intermingling on the public not doing what it was supposed to do and so I found that this was was something that again that was not picked up again by mainstream media there was no talk of this on mainstream media and yet it sounded so um, much like common sense also the fact that uh, care homes um, why there were so many high deaths in care homes is that this uh, same professor had mentioned that you know that there's no fresh air circulating in, in care homes, nursing homes, retirement homes. All the windows were closed. The any contaminated air was circling around um, the, the 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 buildings and wasn't getting a chance to dissipate into into the fresh air. And so then residents of this place were subjected to contaminated air from potentially one person or from, from car workers who were coming into coming into that environment. I myself um, uh, had, um, had, had work to do in a num- number of these properties. And so I was one of these people who could have potentially been coming in to, to spread this. Um, and then obviously on top of this here is that because um, residents were, were not out and these are mostly elderly and vulnerable people they did not venture out they were told to stay in their own apartments or their own dwellings their own private dwellings within these buildings common rooms were shut um, they had nothing else to do but put on television or put on radio which had 24-hour incessant coverage of this. Fear, panic, um, anxiety, and obviously then that this, uh, and I, I, I witnessed it myself, I spoke to a number of people who were, were simply listening to this 24-7 and had themselves in such a high state of anxiety, such a high state of, um, of fear. Um, it caused their, their anxiety levels to rise, which then caused their hearts to race. And so then, because one of the symptoms of COVID was apparently um, a, uh, a fast-beating heart or something along them lines, 
Then they thought that dead. They were coming down with COVID. So ambulances were called. They were brought into hospital. They obviously their symptoms then were, were, were diagnosed and well this could potentially be a COVID so now you're diagnosed with COVID and so then for there again um, they were marked down as, as, as someone who um, had caught COVID therefore inflating the figures yet again so this as I said that, that this seemed to grow and expand and um, as I said, we, we had variants. Um, there was no talk of um, alternative treatments on, on the news. Um, and then we started to have talks of vaccinations. Vaccinations were going to be developed. Vaccinations were in the pipeline. Um, World Health Organization, um, the, the, they were never off the news. Uh, we had entrepreneurial figures like Bill Gates coming on and telling us um, doomsday scenarios. Um, we had Bill Gates all over the news, um, I guess, because he is uh, very invested in, in vaccinations, has done um, numerous research and developed uh, treatments and vaccinations and has been into developing countries with his uh, with his um, with his vaccinations um, but again listening to alternative media um, listening to different sources um, about all of this here we had documentaries released uh, we had pandemic we had trust who um, we had all these documentaries coming out and giving their opinions on, on people like Bill Gates um, and the harm that they were actually doing. Um, we had documentaries, as I said, Plandemic, which, um, which, which purported to um, state that the virus was man-made. It originated in um, the, the, I'm sure we all know, the, the Wuhan lab in China. Um, it was released on purpose. Um, it was a way of um, population control um, by these uh, super billionaires, these uh, shadowy elite, these um, cabal, these uh, deep state figures. Now again, this all does sound very fantastical. It does sound very um, uh, unbelievable, uh, very, very far-fetched. But there are just two pieces of um, information I'd like to, to draw your awareness to. Um, and the first one is, I don't know if, if how many people know about this, but there was a simulation that was run and it was called Event 201. And it was run before the outbreak of coronavirus 19. And this was a... Uh, a simulation that was run by very wealthy, influential figures um, from various um, bodies and from various fields. And basically the simulation was basically what would happen in the event that a worldwide pandemic broke out? What would happen to our society? Now this was all meant to be make-believe. And in that simulation, they had um, they had like uh, you know made up news uh, reports um, stating about what has happened to society, 
what measures would need to be taken by governments, um, what extra powers would need to be granted to police, what would happen as a result of um, rolling news on this here, what way public would react in this. And in this mock scenario, in this make-believe scenario, almost everything in that scenario happened for real just a few months later in this pandemic. We had massive fake news. We had um, so many uh, mainstream outlets deeming um, any 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 uh, opinion that didn't follow the mainstream narrative to be deemed fake news. We had um, governments um, implementing lockdowns, which was also uh, correctly predicted to happen within this event 201. We had shortages of essential items and it's absolutely crazy high accurate high real life that this scenario um was um we had massive shortages of 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 uh, essential items toilet rolls um stands uh, sterilizer things like that there which we now know that we've experienced and we also um, had extrajudicial powers granted to police in order to control the population to potentially stop them from breaking government guidelines and later government rules. So this is just too coincidental, too coincidental for most people who have watched that and have listened to that scenario, how eerily accurate it was to real life events. So I'm going to insert a break here um, as it's nearly half an hour, um, another half an hour again. So we'll leave it there and we will continue the rest of this um, in the next part and I'll have it published perhaps the following day.